0: Welcome along to episode 86 of The Empire Strikes Back, a New York Yankees podcast based in the UK. My name's Kev and I'll be the host of this annual podcast. (sighs) I'll see if I remember how to do this thing, guys. It's been a long, long time. As Mark points out, I might not even have done one this year, or this season, sorry. But yeah, I'm happy to see I'm joined by Mark. How you doing, mate?
1: Fine, thanks. I just realised whenever I host these podcasts, I never actually say what my own name is. So I'm glad you did.
0: I have noticed that actually. I need to pick you guys up on the last podcast, but we might get to that. David's also here. How are you doing, David?
2: Yeah, I'm not bad. How are you doing, Kid?
0: Yeah, good. Thanks, good. And also Rob, how are you doing, Rob?
3: Uh, very well, thank you very much. And Mark, you know, you got to that stage of your life now where you forget to introduce and just generally forget things. So, can forget we just for- check that you haven't left the iron on okay. uh, just as, you, as you're starting this podcast, mate? You know
1: not with electricity charges the way they are. I wouldn't leave anything on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. We're all sitting here in the dark because we're scared to put the lights on. But yeah, one person who certainly won't be worried about is Bill. I think we'll get onto that in a little bit. And yeah, um, Harry. <laughs> yeah, good point. Have you watched that yet?
3: I've our bollocks. It's I've got, all they I, talked I, I,
0: about I, I, on the news
3: today. Ah, uh, so I'm. So I'd rather stick a golf umbrella up my ass, mate, and open it. I tell you, I've got absolutely zero interest in that.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, so we thought we would get together. Obviously, there's been the hot has been a bit hot this week after being pretty tepid for a while. Um, so things got going. So I think the sort of the big news is he's back in pinstripes. Tommy Canley, what we're we thinking? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was very good. That's very good. Very good. It, I didn't very see good. that one coming. No.
3: <laughs> I'm I'm happy about that deal if he can be the picture he used to be. I just think the clubhouse presence and and uh, you know that that in itself. I just think yeah. that a bit of energy. Um, I was over the moon when he when he resigned actually, and, and thank you very much to the Dodgers to for paying to rehabilitate him, and now we will have him back, and that's 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 very good of them. Um, yeah. But no, you know any, anything that you know the ball pen is so important, and, and uh, love the guy, love his energy. I was gutted to see him go, delighted to see him back. Yep, fully agree.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much all I've got on that as well. I think the guy's he's a character, which is important um as you say clubhouse presence and all that stuff i think it's a big one hopefully it'll really help the pen out as well because i think it was a bit of a frustration at times um so yeah very good but obviously the big story the the reason we kind of pulled this together quite quickly is that mr judge is back 360 million over a nine-year contract which i think is a bit more than most of us thought he might get but how are we all feeling on that one i'll start with mark
1: oh i'm delighted um Obviously, I, mean, I, I kind of always thought he would come back, to be honest. I thought we were like 70-30 favourites. There's always that niggling doubt that he could go somewhere else and chase the money, particularly with the Giants and it being his hometown club. But I always figured in the end, he'd come back and the Yankees would pay. So he bet on himself. He was offered, what, 210? over the at uh, the start of last season, 210 for seven I years. I think it was around that, 213 yeah. or something like that. So, yeah. so, and he bet on himself and, yeah, kind of, he, he did okay this season. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so he's parlayed 210 into 360 in a couple more years. So, yeah, we'll play to him.
0: I mean, if there's ever a way to bet on yourself, it's to go and do what he did last season or this season, that season there, this year. Um. <laughs> You know, uh, there's a lot of people, The you role know, player maybe in that situation, then the pressure becomes a bit much. But, you know, he's just set the AL record for home runs. And let's be honest, he absolutely carried the team in the second half of the season. Yeah. So, David, what's your thoughts?
2: Delighted. We've got, you know, we can't afford to be losing top-notch players. And in some ways, you know, it, it resorted to how... Calling Judge Aaron directly and them agreeing to it. So I'm not quite sure where, you know, what that says of Cashman, what that says of, you know, Judge's agent. But at the end of the day, we can't be a losing top notch class. We've got him.
0: Is that right? I never knew that. So Hal and Judge got together and agreed themselves. Wow.
3: Yeah. So he had the offer of 400 from the Padres at the last minute. And I think the Giants were going there. So he then, how uh, Steinbrenner was in Italy and phoned him and just said, okay, do you want to be a Yankee? And he was like, yes, but I want nine years. And and that's when Steinbrenner signed it off. And that's how the deal got done. So he could have been oh. earning even more money uh, yeah. elsewhere. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, the Steinbrenner dug deep, you know, like the Garrett Cole one to get it done.
0: Yeah, hats off to him. I mean, I, I actually didn't realise it. I never read that story, so. It's four hundred. Mil-
2: you know, others offered more years. Others offered a higher average annual. Wow. Which, do you decide
0: this time? Yeah, I mean, I think without a doubt, Mark. I was kind of similar to yourself. I was really, really worried about the Giants, especially when the story came out about how upset it was about the way the Yankees released the story last year. I was like oh shit, he's going to the Giants. I really did. I thought that that just kind of put that niggling doubt in my head. And obviously, as his hometown team. And when you heard that they'd sort of offered north of the 300 million, we are allegedly the Yankees had offered them, was it 308 years? Or was it three, know, yeah, 328 310. years, 310 whatever it was. And then you heard that they'd went more than that. And that story came out at the same time. I was like, oh no, he's going to the Giants. <clears throat> excuse me I thought 100% he was going there so I'm delighted he's back I think the Yankees do need to change the way they do things but he's the one thing that we didn't need to change and that's for sure we need to judge there and um, lead the team I mean surely before the season starts they're going to make him captain yeah, yeah. Y- you think that's got to be the case I mean he's earned it which is another you wonder if that was discussed between him and Hal, as well, you know, we're going to make you captain or not. I don't know.
3: I just, I mean, I think there's a number of factors at play here. Number one, how would we have felt, you know, whether you like the finances behind the deal, and I don't have a problem with them, how would you have felt waking up and finding out that he'd signed for the Giants? I think, you know, you, you can cope with the years on the basis of that. If you look at how, well, I say little he's been paid, but actually he hasn't been paid well in the previous years. So they owe him that. And also, he's, yeah. you know, and, and he's going to get that back in spades now, and, he, and he, he's deserved that. And actually, you kind of think when you look at how the Yankees do things, well, what if they'd gone to him two or three years ago before we even got to this stage and offered him this sort of deal? Actually, then we wouldn't, if you'd offered him, you know, two years ago, maybe three years ago, this very same deal, you wouldn't have balked at it because you've still got a relatively active player at, that, at that, that stage of the game. So we don't know what we're going to get, but he'll be well-rested. But I think also at the end of the day, Know how many one team players are there these days? And that's that's a sense of legacy, isn't it? And I think if you're gonna do that, then the Yankees, if you look at DiMaggio, you look at mantle you look at these names, um, that's that's where you want to position yourself after a little while. And and I think he's I think he's I think he's played the right move. I was mentally preparing myself for him to go. I'll be honest with (laughs) you, going, Oh, well, at least I'll be able to tell myself it's a bad deal, and then we'll sign I don't know whoever, yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, it it makes Stanton look a bargain <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, an absolute bargain. But I'm you know I'm over the moon. I have to say.
1: Yeah. The last the last two or three years could get a little bit ugly. Um, is it a straight nine year forty million a year? I haven't seen the yeah. po- I haven't seen the context yeah. deals. Yeah. So it's a straight it's a flat flat forty. Okay. The last two or three years, yeah, they could get ugly. So we're banking on the fact that in the next six years, you're going to bring home some silverware on at least one occasion to, to justify that.
3: He's a, French, he's a franchise player, though. So the amount so of is, money he brings is. in his shirt sales, the amount he brings yeah. in, in, in in advertising. Although it seems like a, you know, you look at those, the, the money beyond what he's going to bring the the organization before you get to those last couple of years. It, it I, I, you know, that it's it's staggering that he hasn't the deal hasn't been sorted out before now simply because of his commercial value. So I think that offsets that quite easily.
0: Yeah, I mean, you go to a Yankees game. It feels like every second shirt has 99 on it these days. It's just, he, he is the superstar. And a team that's lacking in superstars, let's be honest, there's not a lot of, you know, Gerrit Cole, but there isn't a lot of superstars in the Yankees team, and he is a genuine bona fide superstar. He also carries himself so well. You know, his he, persona, the way he comes across, doesn't come across as arrogant. I, I think... He's a complete modern-day player, if you like. You know, I know they're a bit bland these days and a bit beige, but he, he does all that stuff really well. He, he leads the team well. It's clear. You can see that the players respect him. The fans love him. It's just, it had to be done. Um, I had niggling doubts it wouldn't happen, but it had to be done, and you've got to take their hat, your hat off. I'm not, we know it's going to be bad at the end. But all these contracts are all these long-term contracts that these guys get when they're over thirty year old and they get a nine or ten-year deal. You're paying for a bit of past production. It's 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 just it's a strange setup of MLB contracts. I think we've talked about it before, so we just got to accept it. You know, the last few years are going to be horrible, and
2: it's like Trey Turner, what thirty-year-old yeah. oh, yeah. 30 shortstop, ten years, 300 billion. It sort of doesn't put the judge money that far out of Kilda, and you know, being a shortstop in ten years' time. I think it was no. eleven. I think it was eleven. Oh, years, 11.
0: Okay. eleven years and three hundred yeah. million. Yeah, with a full no trade clause. So they that deal when I seen it, I thought, hmm, Judge looks quite cheap now. <laughs> I
1: think the one that, the deal that. Kind of put it over the top for me was the Bogarts one Bogarts, from last night. Yeah. 280 million. I mean, don't get me wrong, Xander Bogarts is a good player. Very good player, yeah. T- 280 million when another, you got Tatis. Another and 11,
0: year, 11 year contract as well.
1: Yeah, and no t- and no right. trade clause. Full, and
0: full I, no trade as well.
1: Yeah, that was the one that I thought I bulked at. and I thought that's not a bargain. I think I think it was quite clear the Padres have got money to splash about and they just decide who's the next
2: biggest player, we'll get him. Yeah. That was going to be my only comment was that you know Brady with the Patriots would structure the deals so that you could make sure there was money to surround him with talent. DJ said you know I want 90 million you work out the years to sort yourselves. was there flexibility to actually make sure that we've got the talent around him to deliver the championships because saying when you look at the other money it's really a sort mute
3: point. I, th- I think if you're going to, I mean, I, I agree with that, Dave. I understand what you're saying. But I actually think then you're at this stage if you're Hal Steinbrenner, you've got to get silverware. And, and at the end yeah. of the day, I, I, if this doesn't encourage him to go all in, I, you're never going to get a Dodgers level spend from the guy, you know. But we, you know, and we've got the young shortstops coming through. But actually, when you make a commitment like this, you make a commitment to win. You can't not then surround him. And we still have quite a, a large you know payroll when we, when we look at <laughs> yeah, it. you we know it. it's it's not insignificant um about existing I, you know at the end of the day this is this is quite a drought that the team have been going through and I, and I think commercially if you want to keep on earning your money as the steinbrenner family then at some point you're going to need to put rings on fingers there and actually start to get these championships so I'm kind of hoping it's going to make him go the other way but I understand if he didn't you know what I mean and that that would do you pay think
0: people. yeah do you think but, yeah. Judge Judge mentioned that to him.
3: I would have thought Judge would have said, I think oh, so. were you going to be, oh, we're you going to be competitive. I'm you know, because yeah. and, and actually, I think if you go to the Giants with all respect to the Giants, and in, what an amazing place to play baseball that would be. There's some way off of being competitive for the for the foreseeable. Whereas the AL East, of course, is just a, a basket case, it's gonna be you know, it's gonna be a nightmare. So, no, I would have thought, and we've seen with some of the other names mentioned you hope there's no smoke without fire when it comes to, you know, Rodon. And so, you know, so we're, we're kind of hoping that's the conversation anyway.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's that, that was part of my thinking was surely if Judge has went and spoke to him, there's got to have been a commitment. Now, let's be honest, the money, it's a massive amount of money, but it's, it's a drop in the ocean to the kind of money the Yankees bring in. I know I harp back to this all the time, but the Yankees could easily outspend the Dodgers if they wanted to. Mm. Now, I think... I, can't, I, it's crazy. I still can't get my head around the Josh Donaldson deal from last year. I, I just, and the more you look at it, when you look at what we've got, you know these young guys coming through. You keep looking at him and going twenty-two million for that guy is just, it's senseless. Would we be better cutting him and cutting, cutting, um, Aaron Hicks? Just get them off the roster.
3: I think you've got to wait and see if you get anything for him first. Though, I mean, you know, I think that's the point. I mean, really, not, so, yeah.
0: I mean, it's going to be more of the same. Uh, I, I don't see a renaissance season from um, Donaldson at all. I think he's a guy in decline. What is he, 37 oh, years yeah.
3: old? No, 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 absolutely. absolutely. But if you can hold on and see if you get something, then you, you probably should. I mean, I think I think with the judge salary, how much the starting pitches get paid, I think the market's going to correct itself. You know, you've got a player who starts every five days and a player that plays... 150 games or whatever like that. You know, I th- I think we're yeah. going to start to see a market correction. Actually, what
0: what, do, what does Cole get a year? Is it thirty six? Thirty six.
2: Yeah, 36.
0: Yeah, so
3: yeah, yeah. That is a big difference. Yeah, 36,
2: 24 for Stanton, forty for Judge, hundred million in three players.
0: Twenty four for for Stanton's. Goddamn cheap when you're paying Donaldson yeah. twenty two. Uh, <laughs> really, in in the grand scheme, I think.
2: I mean, and that-, that would. And that would yeah. be the thing. If you had Donaldson, 25 million, if you, even if you paid, kept, you know, paid 15 million of his salary, trading him away, got something, Hicks, 10 million, if you even swallowed 5 million of that, traded him away. I, think, I mean, if you could you see tra- what you can get,
0: uh, maybe you need to package him up with, oh, you don't want to give away any young talent, but even if you could package up, um, I don't know, somebody to, to kind of get, Get at least one of them off. Of, I mean, Hicks is on less money, is not he? He's only about ten million. So Donaldson is really the one you want to move.
1: Which <sighs> was the only that was the, that was the strange thing about taking that contract on in full. Yeah, in was some ways, that was the, it was that was the strange one. I mean, okay, last season the, the bats pretty much gone. He surprised us in the field. He was, he was actually excellent at third base. He was, yeah. But but twenty two million. Mm no that was the that was
3: the odd bit of that deal I think they wanted a bit an expensive one but I think they just wanted someone who's a bit a bit of an edge in the clubhouse as well though from from what I remember when they signed him they wanted someone who was going to bring that little bit of spite that little bit of niggle that oh, little bit really of nastiness. so if me you me. look at some of the great sports teams you know yeah. you do tend to need one of those in your you know your Graham Sue of the world you know you do you do need that kind of <laughs> that kind of level
0: yeah, I don't know. I, I just I, I, I just
3: don't like the guy. I think that's a problem.
0: Yeah,
3: I'd go there and be an asshole for thirty grand. And that's not a problem. You know, yeah, you know, like, we, I think, I think a few of us that, could but... fill that role. Yeah. See,
0: see, my mind, in my mind, if you can get Donaldson off the wage bill, then Kainer for effort. Slides into third base and is much better at third base than he is at, at short. And then you've got GT. Would he do, you do with him trade him? Oh, I think man. that's an
3: inevitable. Blank, blank faces. I think you've so. Got, you've got Volpe coming through. Uh, you, you know, you've got uh, Pereira, Pereza. You know, I, I think that trade, I think if you're looking at Reynolds, I think you're packaging Torres up in that. In that, in that, I really do, yeah. Because you've got Cabrera, you've got DJ to come back.
0: You hope he's going to be the guy that you want that he was. Sorry, but he's, yeah, I suppose with DJ and with uh, kind of you've got a bit of flexibility there that can move around the infield. Yeah, I, I just like to see he's got more athletic and stuff like that and get the young guys in there. Um. Torres I I love Torres I really do but it's just he's never really fulfilled the potential has he
3: he did okay this year he did you know what I mean actually there were some at times he was
0: really really good at times he was really good he he was streaky I think that's kind of been his his thing since his breakout season what's your thoughts Mark do you think he'll move on
1: Um, I think it's a possibility. Another one that I've heard mentioned is is somehow wrapping Torres up in some kind of deal to get uh, Lopez off the Marlins um, and slot him into the starting rotation. That's the deal. But how they structure that, I'm not certain. The Marlins want more young talent to go with him. So, I think think we keep Torres for this season, but after that, I, I think if um, paper pay, uh will start to come through and develop more, then
2: yes, he, he then becomes dispensable. I'd like to see the youngsters start coming through because we've so we've kept them, we've made sure that they're ring fenced from any trades. And actually, okay, if we're putting that much faith in them, let them start coming through.
3: But that's
0: sorry, and you, you go,
1: Mark.
2: no, go on, no, go on. For you.
0: I was just going to say that's how you balance the big payroll, the big payday to judge and, and Cole and stuff like that. That's how you balance out the and That's how other teams do it. And the Yankees haven't done that very well. You know, I, I, not to go back to it, but I think last year we moved some guys on and you're thinking, right, they're making a good move. And then they go and do the crazy thing of signing signing Donaldson, which was just an old school Yankees move, bringing a guy that's passed it. Yeah. But anyway, not to go back there. Sorry, Mark, what were you going to say? Uh, well,
1: well, I mean, I've, I've asked this question before. I said at the end of the last season, who who starts at shortstop this year? Because if we've signed Judge to this contract, um, Turner's gone. Uh, Bogarts was Bogarts has gone. Do we sign a shortstop? There's only really Swanson left as in terms of a name, or do we? Are, are we going with AKF oh, yeah. and possibly Volpe coming up at some point this season?
0: Has Korea been signed yet?
1: No, sorry, careers is one of the missed, but Correa's yeah. got baggage. So, <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: I know what you mean. It's IKF did what what you expected him to do based on his previous figures. He was he was only ever a holding player for the next two years. So I would suspect that we will be starting the season with him. I think we've got to get out the mindset now that there's a very different regular season Yankee team to what we need the Yankee team to be postseason. Now, the problem is with the high stakes in the AL East is there's no guarantee that you're going to make it through. But now they've added the extra playoff places, although the O's are finally finding their way back and stuff like that. I, I, I would, I would pretty much guarantee that IKF is going to start the season, but I wouldn't necessarily say come the end of it, he will be the starting shortstop.
1: Yeah, because he was pretty unceremoniously dropped during right. the playoffs, wasn't he? Only then to be reinserted a couple of games later.
3: And yeah. another year on these young lads, you know, that, 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 you give them another year. I think that, that will go a long way.
0: I think they're definitely going to have a look at the young guys in spring training. Um, I could still see them making a move to trade. Um yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think they will trade. I don't think they will go for a a shortstop mark. I really don't. I don't think they'll go for a free agent or no, a trade. I don't see it. I'm just sorry. I'm just thinking out loud there, but I just don't see that happening. I think there's enough talent to get through this season. I think. I think there's needs elsewhere. I mean, if the road on things happened, that would be stonking.
3: Yeah, that,
2: that would be a great rotation.
3: Oh yeah. Well, you've got for shortstop, you've got IKF Peraza, um, Volpe coming through, and Cabrera can also Cabrera, play there. Yeah. And yeah. then you know, it's so and it, you know Glaber can play. You know. Whether he should, <laughs> he can <laughs> yeah. play there. You've got enough to work with. If you're gonna, if you're gonna use the money, it's it's on that rotation. It's it, who you who you're playing in the left field. You know, and your sheet has gone. Uh, that's you know. So actually, you get Benatendi back in. And you add someone like Roderick, you know, then then you've got, you start the season feeling pretty confident about where, you know, I was loving Bader's work at the end of the yeah. season. You look at it okay. there and you think to yourself, actually, that's a pretty damn solid team. I, I always worry with the with the rotation and I'm, I'm pleased that Tyon's got a new, a new team and he's going to get relatively well paid and he's going to, because he was a good four or five starter for us but really you do need to start to you know have that pressure on at the at the top end of the rotation now and i think that that, that would be a hell of a move
0: yeah i think that's what we need i think the, the i think we're overloaded by with young infielders and well actually just infielders in general i think the infield we've got more than enough in there um the outfield i would love Benny back without a doubt I, is, I, that hasn't happened yet has it no,
1: no, no it hasn't no. No.
0: I mean, Rizzo coming back, obviously, we never touched on that. Delighted with that. I think that was a, the right move. Um, if you could get ben, Benetendi back, then I think the outfield looks pretty good. Obviously, there's going to be someone surplus to requirements out there. But I think then you're sitting in a good position where you can invest the money, whatever's left, in the rotation and road on if you can make that happen.
3: Also, the guy on the MLB Network is he Mark DeRosa, isn't it? He um what was it six years, hundred and seventy? He was predicting today that we're gonna that we're gonna sign Rodon for. Brilliant,
0: because then you got Cole Rodon, Cortez, Montas, Severino, Severino Montas Montas. Is,
3: the, Montas is the five five that's, stars that's in a, that That's a
0: yeah. That's the best rotation we would have had in a long time. A long time.
2: A long, long time. And then I saw something today that, in terms of the bullpen, it would then be Holmes, King, Loaiza, Herrera, Marinaccio, Canely, Trevino, Lutkin.
3: Oof. I see. I would think Marinaccio is one of those players that gets packaged up for someone else. I would guess I'd, he he would be the... You know, I like I like his stuff, but that would be. You know, who's the, who's the long man in that. But I think that's now, obviously that's all lovely, but if you can take some elite bats and make them cold for <laughs> the most important part of the season, then <laughs> you know, that's going to be one of the, you know, the, it's getting that hitting, right. But you, you look at that, if you get that, that road, if you get Benetendi, uh, I thought we might be in for Yoshida, but everything I hear about apparently his transition might be a bit much anyway. So what they're saying today Um if you start the season with that Rodon and Benatendi in there, you've got to be because I like I, say, I really like Bader's work. You want to see Judge back out in right field? That's that's a hell of a thing. You would even suck up having Donaldson at third base with that lineup. Yeah, but you'd have to because no one else is going to want it, mate. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but then you start to look at you know there's a lot of guys kicking around there as you've mentioned some of these young pitchers. Um, there is some talent kicking around there that there's no space for, so. You know, even in the – just looking down the pitching stuff, you've got Albert Abreu, elf I elf, elf, don't know why I want to call him Elfros. Yeah, I Hill. didn't mention Herman.
2: didn't mention Schmidt. Yeah,
0: Herman, Louis Heal, there's Clark Schmidt. There's a bunch of guys in there that you could possibly package a few of these up and get Donaldson, even if they took half his salary on. Or it's just a pure on salary dump like the Mets did with um, Kinnall or something like that and just get the roster space back because it is important. You know we're talking about all these young good young players we've got and they're blocked by Josh Bloody Donaldson.
2: And we've also lost what Britain's salary, we've lost Chapman's salary. Yeah, so it's not all up and up. There I think there is still some you know gap in the salary that we can that can be used.
0: Yeah I mean that, that's another point that hasn't been mentioned and getting Chappie off the team is just off the wage bill was just a huge plus. It's not even just he's getting Getting him off the wage bill, he just to me became a bit of a, I don't know, just a bad, not a bad egg, but it just it was a bad sort of vibe around about the whole club that he was there, and I think it's a good thing that he's he's gone now.
1: Yeah, and I can't see him getting a job anywhere else, to be honest, with the, with the attitude he showed. No,
0: nah, he's, he's, he's just came across like, yeah, the kind of guy we thought he was.
3: Yeah, yeah, but he- now you've got you've got Tommy and and Wendy Peralta Peralta, so you've got some there's a lot of fun a lot of fantastic change ups going on you know there's an awful lot of a lot of good things um <laughs> yeah. that, that that that's going to be a joy to watch i think you've got the likes of Debbie, Guy car i I would think that they would look at someone like Schmidt as maybe uh like you know the in the middle of the order you know you, you get three innings kind of guy you know yep. i think lies ago could probably do yep. something similar to that so i think they're worth keeping but yeah you can assume you know, Luke he's You're going to get stuck with him. I would guess. You know, he's going to be hanging around. But there is enough there to package up. And I think um, it would be interesting what Michael King comes back at because I, I would, he would be another one that I would think actually that when he's good, he's very good. So there's a lot of trade value. Oh no, you can't, can't trade him. Nah. I bet they could.
0: Oh, they could. But I, I would love to. I, I, I hope not.
1: I don't think he'd be due back until after the start of the season and maybe a significant yeah. way into the season. So I don't think he's in any way kind of a trade package at the moment. This is a non-quantity.
0: I hope not. I want to see him back. I don't know, I've got a shine for taking a shine to him as well. I like King. But yeah, as we see, there is a lot of these kind of guys in the, and that's not even looking at you know what's in the, the sort of... The prospect's side, these these are just guys that's on the roster, but you gotta wonder what's kicking around in the prospect side that you know, you could package someone up to to free up the space to to get rid of Donaldson. What,
3: what are you gonna get for Aaron Hicks? I mean, there's you know, I mean what, what are you gonna are uh, you, are you, you might get a draft pick for him?
0: Yeah. I mean, realistically, players be, really, yeah,
3: player be named later. Players be named later. Turns out it's the person who you know who, who sells the peanuts. You know, I mean, <laughs> what, what are you, what, you know? What are you going to get? Um there, there, There's so many variables, but providing you get that settled, starting lineup, you can deal with the rest of that. You don't, you don't really care, do you? You know, I mean, Hicks knows he's gone. He knows his numbers up. Um he'll play, he'll go somewhere like the Rockies where his bat will work very well. And all of a sudden he'll start mashing it again. You know, sometimes you just need to move on and everything they're saying about Rodon is that he's got the mentality to cope with New York because, you know, did you hear what Kate Upton said about the reason Verlander didn't come to, to the Yankees, even though they offered more money, is because the Yankees fans boo their players. They wanted to go somewhere where they didn't boo their own, you know, and it's, um,
0: He's very that precious. was a long
3: deal as well. I thought from out of his age, realistically, you know, that oh. was quite a...
0: Well, he's going to get the same in City Field, isn't he?
3: I, I, I mean, I...
0: They're New Yorkers too. Or
1: is it? Is it
0: a uniquely Yankees thing to boo their players?
1: It's more the Yankees thing, if I'm honest, from what I've seen. so <laughs> you're about it.
0: I think Verlander's fantastic. I, I I don't actually think that's a bad deal that they've given him. I prefer, old, but...
1: I prefer that deal to what the Rangers gave DeGrom, I'll be honest. Or oh, the DeGrom yeah, deal. Oh, that was a, yes.
3: oh, that <coughs> a crazy case, deal. It?
0: I mean, the guy's had his injury problems. He's not quite the picture he used to be, let's be honest.
3: A lot of years and a lot of money. And, and of course, in, in Texas, they don't pay income tax. Thanks. Oh, really? no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. It's worth so that, a lot of money to that,
3: that that is that that is the deal. And that's why I would think that if Texas came into play for most significant nice. players, that that, that is you know, that's, that's not something draw. to be sniffed at, yet. yeah. Yeah, it's no, a big all. draw.
0: Yeah, it's it's a strange one. So when you look at some of these deals, then the Rodon deal, if that's what they're talking about, actually seems pretty reasonable.
2: If we got Rodon, if we got Benning Tandy. You could actually, you know, the, I think probably you hit the point earlier about being settled. Was it the Astros one to six, one to seven was the same in every playoff game? We yeah. were moving people around. We didn't know what our best uh, lineup was going to be. If we had that settled lineup, you can see Ben attendee, Vader, Judge, outfield. You know, once you've got that settled infield, just, let's just keep it and yeah. We've got May- uh, LeMayhew and Benintendi will be our contact hitters. We've got Judge and Stanton will be the sort of swing for the fences.
0: Yeah, it's you've got Rizzo in there as well. And I think, definitely, without a doubt, you're able to kind of switch it up a little bit left to righty and stuff. I can see you move facing a left or right, you're going to move guys around a little bit. But I think what we were doing in the, the postseason was let's throw this together and see if it works. Let's throw that together and see if it works. And it just didn't. It was just horrible. It was it was also predictable. I think that's what was the most frustrating part about it. But yeah, it's um I, I just I kind of feel like the Yankees are on the cusp of something better happening with these young players coming through. And that's why I feel like they need to find a way. And if that means you trade Torres, that means you eat up and trade a few prospects away to get rid of Donaldson, get these guys in the team because. I think that youth really, really helps. And I think we've seen it a few years back when um the Yankees were kind of forced to go with the young players. And it was when Judge and all that came through. It just to spark a life into the team. It totally transformed the team. And I think that's something that potentially could happen again with these young guys. Maybe it's just wishful thinking, but that's the kind of how I feel at the moment.
3: I, I think I think you've got Cabrera gives you, you know, his his arm is absolutely absolutely oh, i mean it's yeah. just it's just an incredible arm and I, I i you know there's 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 only reward when you bring these guys through you know even if it doesn't work out after a few years in at least you get that that energy and that focus um and i think if you look at when when gallo went and you replace him with that you know that kid yeah. you can see you can see where the benefit is you know the catcher position is relatively settled i think most people are pretty comfortable with our catcher yeah, position at definitely. the moment as opposed to where we were um yeah, so there's, there's capacity to, you know, play Cabrera at third and let him find his way. If you, if you can move Donaldson's contract on, you know, that that wouldn't surprise me. I, I I think that's a position he could, play. He could just, play all the infield anyway, can't he?
0: 100%. I think the, the fact that we've got uh, DJ LeMahieu and Kainer Falefa there gives us that flexibility that if a guy's having a bit of a bad spell, you've got someone else that can go in there be it at short, be it at third, or even second, you know, whatever you've got these guys plugged into the lineup, there's someone good there that can take over from them if they need a little spell away from the team just to, to get their head together. So I I, I kind of feel like we're on the cusp of something really, really good. And it's just these couple of, well, that one guy's kind of blocking it up. I mean, even if you kept Torres and flipped um Donaldson and of Falefa, he'd still be in a pretty strong position.
3: Um, Who's the Padres third baseman? Let's have a look. Let's see. Because they've got loads of money to waste. Machado. Mich- uh,
1: Machado. <laughs> so I don't think they're going to move on from him. No, no,
3: no. He's pretty no. decent. Like, um... uh, but what, if we, what if we wrapped Hicks up in that deal? There we go. That's yeah.
0: fine. <laughs> the thing is, there'll be a team will take him on. You've just got to make the deal right. There's got to be upside for the team that's taken them. Yeah. Um. Or you do exactly what, Um. like I said, the Mets did with Cano, just do a salary dump, eat the 22 million, put it down to a bad thing, cut the guy off the team, get the roster spot back and, and make it work for us. I wouldn't be against that, especially with the two guys that are coming in are so cheap. It would be better to get them off and get something back, but if it means holding on to good prospects, all we lose is 22 million, well, all Hal loses, then I would do it.
2: Well, I one thing that
3: I would like is to get some speed. Is that just personally? Is that is no, that personally? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just
0: to wake, to wake him up tonight.
3: Thursday night. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Party time at Dave's. Yeah.
1: We, we, we have got that in Benintendi and Bader though, maybe. Yeah, Benny, well, not, that's ben, Benny, Benny, okay. If we keep ben, Benintendi, but Bader's certainly fast. Yeah, it's,
2: we look so much that he gives options.
0: Yeah, and you got to think the young guys coming through are going to have a bit of pace about them as well. Um, I don't know. I know the stolen base numbers for for the guys in the minors. I've not looked at their minors numbers, but you've got to think that these guys are coming through at bit of pace as well. If they're they're playing.
1: Volpe has some of me. I'm not certain about Perazzo or Cabrera. So, I don't we call yeah. them being complete stolen base threats too much?
0: Cabrera stole three bases yeah. last year in for in the the main season regular season for the Yankees. Never looked at his minors numbers, but yeah, I, I I do think that I think. What's the story with Ben Is there any talk of him coming back or offers being made?
1: I, I, I've i not heard any rumours at all about him.
0: Nah, me either. I actually kind of I, forgot I, I about him until it was you and guys Yoshida. mentioned him.
3: Him and, him and Yoshida were the, the two players that a lot of people were looking at. And now the Red Sox are taking Yoshida. I would suggest Ben Attendee is going to be the next one to go within the next few days, I would have thought. And I would have thought it would be the Yankees because they really liked him. So I would have thought that that's a talk deal. Of, that's...
0: Talk of the Astros looking at him as well. I'd hate him to go there.
3: I'm trying to work out how many years Josh Donaldson's got left. Has he got one year one, after this? Just year? one year.
0: Just one, just
1: one yeah.
0: year. I, I, I have a feeling they might cut him. I really do. If they can't get the right deal, I've got a feeling they might just cut him and, and move on. I mean, they've done it with a in the past as well. It's, see what he's like
3: in spring training, I guess. Um, yeah. See where he's at.
0: It's, it's it's not even so much the money; it's just the blocking young players that, that really. It's the frustrating part of it. Um,
3: no, but I'd like Benny back if we can. Yeah. If, we, if we can do that, then I'll be. Um,
0: what do you uh, think uh, it's going to cost to get him? Was he twenty-eight years old? Oh, he's just everything that we need, no, isn't no. he? That kind of contact, how are these? Get the pace, speed. Yeah.
3: He was the player we needed at that time, and when he got injured, it was. And uh, you know, and in all fairness to the Yankees, like we always say on this podcast, they do know how to get their players injured. I mean, they do it <laughs> they do it really and that's the other reason to bring the young players through who can, you know, play multitude positions just to cover those cover those tracks there. But I I would have no idea. I'm sure Mark is in his accountancy can work out, go through his receipts and find out how much uh, yeah. how much he can claim back, uh, Benny there on that. But it's um yeah, no, I you know, either way, you want to get that's what I say, you know, the <laughs> when it comes to the money the yankees are a serious organization and if they want to protect that earning power you have to at some point get some wins in you have to start to get the championships you can't be you know falling behind to to the astros and stuff like that you have to because we kind of knew that when that matchup came uh, and I did I think I managed to get them all wrong so that was that was good for me um that that actually if if I was Steinbrenner I'd be like I've got to go all in because yeah if you've got how many good years you're going to get a Judge or whatever it is if it if not now when and that's that, that's what they're going to
0: do you have beautifully segued with us into uh-huh. talking about really Ca- Cashman because obviously Cashman. Love back- him on a four-year deal. Um, as you can tell, I'm probably thrilled about that. Um, my big concern for all the positive that I've been putting out there is that things are a little bit samey and they have been a little bit samey for a long time. You know, we keep going back with the same, the same sort of type of lineup, if you like. I do think we had a bit of bad luck last year. I think Ben Attending getting injured was a big one for us. I think he could have made a, a difference. But I think we keep going back. We're going back with the same manager. We're going back with the same GM. Team's looking a bit samey at the moment. Is that a concern, or how do we feel? First well, that, of all, how are we feeling about the Cashman
3: move? I mean, I mean that, that, that 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 team that feels samey is the team that won the a at least. You know, yes. so if you add and shut the bed in the postseason, season then shut the bed. But if you add to that, you shouldn't be worried about the looking samey. My issue. Um, you know, in an emotive sense, you go, yeah, get rid of Cashman. We've not done this, but that guy's his roots are so embedded into that organization. You take a man like that out to replace and restructure all of that around that I, I can imagine it would be quite a significant undertaking. So, so as the fan that that gets fed up with it all, absolutely want to move it on. But from a, you know, is there someone ready just to step up and, and, and change his work? I, you know, that that'll be the interesting thing because you'll watch the Yes Network this week and there's a few other characters are starting to appear. And I think I I don't know if they're going to plan to start to take the pressure off Cashman to start to put other people forward a little bit now and just to, you know, so it's not all riding on his back. I don't know. Um, but when I saw it, it was just one of those where it was inevitable. It was always going to happen. Uh can't be angry about it, can't be happy about it. You know, it's just like death and taxes, Brian Cashman with the Yankees. It's just the same sort of deal for me.
2: Mark. Boone, ca- Boone came
0: okay. back. Oh, sorry, David. I thought, you go, you I thought no, Mark, no. Was, Mark looked deep in thought like he was about to give us something. Really... I was about to. No, sorry. Go ahead, David. That's
2: fine. I can <laughs> well, wait. I was I... Saying, agree with the samey, samey. Boone coming back was inevitable. Cashman coming back was inevitable. The bit that um, just worries me with Cashman is that it's, you know, it, it's a formula that has proven, you know, to get, you know, okay is competitive wins in the AL East hasn't got anywhere close to winning the World Series. And it's like, how is that is that formula ever going to change? And, you know, allegedly, if Boone was upset at Cashman leaking out the contract details in April, and if Howe was the one that had to actually close the judge deal, is that actually maybe a sign that Cashman wasn't happy with that amount of year stroke money and really where does that, you know, is that going to be that kind of uneasy relationship going forward? I'm going to take a
1: slightly contrary perspective because this is a Yankees team that has not had a losing season in 30 years um, most of which Cashman's presided over we get to the playoffs Virtually every year, I know there's a couple of seasons in the mid-2010s when we didn't. We got to the ALCS last year, which was about par, I would suggest. And we lost to a better team in in the Astros. Um, I still think, even with Ben Intendi back and uh, other injuries, I still think we'd have lost, but we might have won a couple of games. So we are not far away. We are not far away at all. And... I, I on balance I'm okay with Cashman coming back. I understand the kind of the, the same part, albeit we were praising them last year because they did revamp the lineup and they got more speed in it and more more contact hitters. So there has been a change that proved in the results last year. Quite what happened in the second half of the season, I'm still not quite sure. But this was a team that I think performed to expectations last year.
0: It's ruined Christmas for me. <laughs> nah, in all seriousness, I just I had some serious hope they might look somewhere else and bring some fresh blood in. Coming back to that point about the postseason, it was all very predictable. What wasn't predictable was that we would get absolutely humiliated by the Astros, and it was humiliating. They just wiped the floor with us and we went down with not so much as a whimper. It was very, very, I don't know, I I found that a bit hard to take. To be honest, I was going to use a Scottish word there, but I've been kind of a little bit kind of lost with the Yankees since that series. I've kind of just been like, I I, I wouldn't say I don't care, but I've just been kind of like so over it for that, that period. Signing judges kind of got me excited again. I was worried that wasn't going to happen, but I just kind of feel like Cashman's record. Yep, oh, everything you say is right, Mark. He's the winning record in the AL East is true. We've been in the postseason most seasons. I think for the amount of money we spend and the kind of way we've went about things, I don't think we've achieved what we should have. I think you see teams, teams like the Giants have been able to win three, you know, uh, but a bit of a dynasty on the go and stuff like that. Where we've still been, you know, one, one. Well, we one, two this century, so I, I don't think that's enough for for the the kind of structure of the Yankees and, and the ambition of the players and the team. So yeah, for that side, there was a little bit kind of, I don't know. I just kind of would like to have seen some fresh, fresh ideas coming in. Kind of feels like, you know, Cashman and Boone again. Here we go. I also think maybe if potentially they had brought a new manager in and brought Cashman back, I would feel a little bit kind of more positive. Um, I think as everybody knows, I would love. Donnie Baseball to be back but I think I'm also to be honest quite down on Cashman even more since I watched The Captain I don't know I take it you guys have watched The Captain
3: I haven't I've um, oh. not seen it I've yet got, I've got one episode to go so don't spoil it for me I don't want to know how it ends Ah, oh, sorry mate I've got it I'm going to waste
0: it <laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Titanic sinks at the end, mate. The, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the captain, I, f- I don't know if you can get like a free trial on Disney Plus, Mark. It'd be worth trying. Is actually. it on Disney
1: Plus? Oh, oh right, I've, got, I've, got, I've got Disney Plus. I just oh, you're joking. It yeah, it's on no. Disney
0: Plus. Oh, mate. Oh, all right, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll try and take it in. It's oh, exceptional.
0: I've actually recommended it to some friends who are not into baseball at all, but like sports documentaries, and they loved it. Absolutely loved it. When you see the way you know the relationship between Cashman and kind of some of the stuff he done with, with Jeter, kind of I don't know, makes me question it even more. If you guys have seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about.
3: Yeah, and and, and it's quite candid the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, um, about about the relationship, But, you know, I and and it's and it, and it's really well done, and it's from one person's perspective. Although Cashman appears on it, and and as yeah. uh, as a, a speaking head, I'm always you know. Always hold back a little bit because it's a, it's you know it's, it's a matter of three sides to every story. It's a matter of perspective, but it's quite clearly he's a man who can create tension. I also happen to think how Steinbrenner getting booed, uh, at the, you know at the at the last game when he brought the check on for the charity of the fan base. He wouldn't look <laughs> like that, you know. What I mean, I just yeah. think there's a number of things that are happening that's. It, the deluded fan in me goes well hopefully they're going to remedy these things as I said in the last pod I remember what, where we were thinking the team were going to end at the start of last season I think we all went oh well if we can you know if we can squeeze in you know to the playoffs because the Blue Jays are going to be amazing the Red Sox are going to be brilliant yeah. and they actually so in a lot of ways they surpassed my expectations last year it's just that when it came to it they, they failed in such a a dramatic way and, and yeah. so there's got to be questions about how that happens and that's a psychological hurdle they have to go over i just think when it comes to cashman like i say it was it was inevitable his relationship with Steinbrenner in the day if you want someone who's going that if you're in charge of an organization you want someone you can trust in the same way they've had the same president there for a while they're not they're not guys that are going to change those people around them very much are they
0: he's another
3: I won't even say it, but
0: but yeah. yeah I mean, he I,
3: is the worst. <laughs> yeah, he is the worst. Did you,
0: did you not draw a lot of parallels, though, when you heard what Judge said this week about the yeah. way Cashman dropped it into the media and stuff? And that was the one thing Jeter said, I do not want it to go public, and they went public to put pressure on him. And I just thought, it's history repeating himself. He's not even learned from the fact that the last superstar Yankees player, they played that game with, and it, it could have cost us then as well. Um, but, yeah, fantastic series, Mark. you got to watch it. You'll love it. It's brilliant.
1: I think that's one for over Christmas somehow.
0: Yeah, I, I binge watched it. I couldn't switch it off. It was,
3: it's really well produced. It's, oh, it's so well
0: fantastic. made.
1: Yeah.
3: I, I, I kind of worry sometimes when we're dealing with sports stars, there's that element of doubt where they go, well, this player could just blow their knee and then you're stuck with them for nine years at this deal. You know, I I think that's, I think a lot of Cashman's role is to ask those, you know, you 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 can't always drink the Kool Aid. You have to be the person that says,
0: "Yeah." Well, but what if it
3: goes south very quickly? And, it, and that's-
0: Yeah, and there's got to be that side. There's there's definitely got to be the, the team side and the other side. I just think there's, there's certain ways that they've went about things, and I think it, it bit in the arse with Judge last year. You know, I mean, if they probably went another twenty million with Judge and kept it quiet, they might have got them and saved themselves. 120, 130 million, whatever. Yeah, maybe I mean it's all speculation. But I just think it certainly jumped out for me. And you know, I've I've never been Cashman's biggest fan. I really haven't over the years. I think I think he's made some really, really strange moves, um, including last year with Donaldson, as we've covered. And and there's just been some strange moves over the years that I've never quite understood. But being a GM is not easy, you know. It's not I'm not taking that away. He he's got a role to play and he's obviously got to protect the club and all that. Um, but I just I couldn't help but notice the parallels with the way they treated Jeter and the stuff that came out with Judge about using the media and stuff like that. So
1: I take that point again, just to counter it. He's also made some genius moves in trades as well. Oh, he has. So it, it's yeah. um, and I think on a on a balanced basis, I think he's ahead on that kind of ratio of good deals to questionable deals. I think he's ahead.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that I think at times. It just worries me that, you know, in the past three or four years, you know, we had that season when the Astros probably cheated us out of it. And you're like, we have the basis of a team that could really do something. And they just weren't able to kind of put the right players together to to put us over the line. And it almost feels like the modern game, the way the game's changed, he kind of struggles with constructing a roster. Now, we'll see what happens this year. You know, as we've we've talked this whole podcast about these young guys, young shortstops that's coming through, your Volpas, mm-hmm. Baratas, these guys. We're now on that cusp of what we're seeing other teams that have been successful having these young talent that, that have got a bit of speed, they've got a bit of um, youth about them.
3: And also, don't forget with these young players, though, Kev, that these young players would have seen the pitch clock down in minor league baseball. Of course, yeah. So yeah forget about that, yeah. You know, these, these, you know we're going to have that's the chip. change. Uh, you know, so these things actually, these variables that we compare to any other season, I mean, these could have really significant changes. And the younger players have had mm. more time to get used to it. So actually, they're in a better position to hit the ground running. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, and uh, you know, the totally bigger bases, about that. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. I think I like the, the bigger faces thing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean you know if it's play, player safety, if it carry, encourages mm-hmm. more base running. If you if you listen to the R2 C2 podcast with Theo Epstein on it, who if you're gonna lose Cashman, then you'd want that he's guy man, based on the G2 documentary. Yeah, you know, go he, with he's that. he's the guy that you'd want. Oh there's but, no but actually, I, Oh no, no, no. I mean, who knows? You know, who yeah. knows? You know, when, Money when, it, comes talks. To, when it comes to you know, but but I think actually I think those changes this year. Are going to be fascinating for us. We know when you ban the shift uh, against a team like the Yankees, actually, there, there could be with some decent contact hitting. You know, with 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 the power in there as well. It could it could all fall into place. It, it, then you know we'll uh, we'll get cold bats and someone will you know twist their ass <laughs> falling down some stairs and it will all it will all go to hell. Yeah. But but actually, these are things that actually I think it's quite hard to judge where next season will look like compared to last because of them.
0: Yeah, no, it's actually something we should have thought about, but there is going to be a lot of variables I next year. I did, I it, I did, I did. But, I mean, do you think that banning the shift will play into the hands of Gallo? Do you think that will help his, his game? has got, got,
1: got, got to help, it has to... got to help, hasn't it? He's been trained for
0: this. For <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was the first guy I thought of when you said that there. You know? I thought, oh, maybe there's a renaissance for Gallagher. He'll,
1: he'll, he'll get a job because actually with yeah. banning, banning the shift and with his power, he's gonna get a job. I think he may well go back to Texas actually. That's when he that's where he came from, It's so where the most yeah. success. So that's I think he'll go go home there and I think he will do well.
0: Yeah, I do agree. Cool. I think we've kind of covered most of the stuff um that we wanted to cover arbitration is it worth getting into that or is that another full pod on it so when the guys it's going to get an arbitration what do we think will happen there or it's probably a long conversation isn't it really yeah i mean that, that's all, all fair. You,
3: don't really, you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes in an arbitration as well do you i i just i just i just want to take a little moment on the red Sox and and, and what the hell i have to say the impact that the losing your, your, your mainstay, your best player, your shortstop. It's going yeah. to be really interesting to see what kind of aggressive moves they're going to have to make in the marketplace now because they were well short last year. You know, whether you move story back to shortstop and then, you know, it'd they, be interesting to see what they come up with now.
0: Yeah, because the, the pieces are falling pretty quickly. Is Korea an option for them to give them some kind of superstar? Status in there. I don't know. I don't even know what they need. I haven't really looked at their team that much to see what they're, they're in need of. I know they're in need of a lot, but um, they've signed the Yoshida, haven't they? What was it, ninety yeah, million? No. I think that's the biggest deal ever given to a Japanese position player.
3: Apparently, there's a there's a better one coming through next year, but and it was did they sign uh, Kenny Jansen as well? I think. Oh, they, they, did, they, they, yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah, two year deal.
1: Yeah, because if, if it's Yoshida you, you should have came from Oix, didn't he? You? it's you know, just won the um. The equivalent of the World Series over there, but I think they've they've got another picture. Yamamoto. He's he's mm. red hot. He's great.
0: Oh, he I thought you meant the Red Sox have got him. So he's he's become, no. is he coming available this year? Or is he getting posted yeah. this winter? There's
1: there's, to, there's talk that he might try and go in in one one of a couple of year, year or two. Yeah, he's he's red hot. He's great.
0: Interesting. All
2: yeah. the conversations we're having about judges money will be swamped by a tarney next year.
0: Oh, uh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Do you think he'll move this one or do you think they'll trade him? There was talk of it and there was talk that he was wanting out because he doesn't seem too happy where he is. he got to wonder because that would be a huge package that it would take to get him, even for one year. I think it would be a huge package.
2: It would be 50 million plus a year. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. But he, he's, he's worth it, I think. If he can keep it going, which he seems to be able to. Anyway, on that note, so. I think we'll wrap this up and what we'll do is we'll hopefully try and get another, another podcast in the not too distant future, um, possibly after Christmas now, it's uh, it's coming up quite fast, um, maybe we'll hopefully be able to talk about Ben signing and maybe a few other moves like Donaldson being traded. Hopefully, yeah. maybe a bit. <laughs> we will yeah,
1: see. Yeah,
0: we'll see, and, and we'll see where we're at, and then we'll obviously probably have a look at our previews before the season starts, and maybe we'll even try and do this a bit more regularly. Let's see.
3: Well, the, the people, the people demand it, don't they? They do. I get messages all the time. Oh yeah. Me. Well, that, did you notice the world we'll <laughs> stopped spinning on its axis when we stopped recording these podcasts? I yeah. mean, that, that, I, I, I feared for the future of humanity when that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All it
0: took was a pandemic for us to get us to (laughs) churn out some regular content, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it's all good. Mm. But it's been good to catch up with you guys and um, hopefully we'll get uh, something done again pretty soon.
3: Good night, everyone. Thanks so much.
0: Cheers. Cheers. Bye.